Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Are you having a bad day? Because she was, but with the grace of God, we can always start over, can't we? Jesus loves us and his love is unending, isn't it, Eden? Yes. <laughs> Jesus loves you just like he made a way and a provision for you. If you don't know Jesus, you're really missing out, aren't you? Yes. Join me today as we continue to talk about faith. We're going to go deep and talk about all of the tricky issues surrounding faith because it's been a real journey and battle and struggle for me. And I want to share my progress with you. We're going to open God's Word where there is perpetual hope for our mess. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. And if you have a bad day, be sure to remember that God loves you and it's okay to start over, isn't it? Right. We'll see you next time. Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. I'm your host, Connie, and I am so glad you're here. I know that listening to a podcast in the middle of your busy day or week is really a feat for some of you. And I know that some of you really need encouragement. And I am so glad that you've trusted me to provide that for you. Today, I want to keep talking about trauma. I want to keep talking about how to break the bonds of trauma, how to deal with trauma, and how to find the hope of God that is stable and steady, even when we are suffering. I've had a lot of things going on in my own life that have been particularly difficult. Some of them not so terrible as just long and irritating, kind of a pressure or a rubbing of sorts. Other things that have brought me to my knees and been very triggering for the emotions that I struggle with from the past. Today I opened my Bible and I was going through different Psalms and different um, verses in Jeremiah and Isaiah that I read kind of as, I would, I would say they're maybe like armor verses. I go back to them over and over and over again, especially when I wake up and I'm in a place where I'm feeling maybe heavy or like I don't really know where to study in the Word of God because when you have seasons where you're feeling kind of down or things are difficult, you don't always have the ability or the energy or the oomph to seek the Lord in a new and fresh way. Sometimes you just need to be reestablished and built back up and strengthened. And so having verses or chapters in the Bible that you know you can go to when you feel that way and that they are a personal comfort to you and that they just kind of reiterate the weakness and the struggle that you consistently seem to have, you can meet God there and you can be uh, continually re-encouraged when you're facing more difficult trying times. So I landed this morning in Psalm 34 and there was one verse, again, I've read it a million times, but it hit me in a, in just in a new way. And I wasn't expecting it, but I thought this would be a good addition to the trauma discussion that I've been sharing on the podcast. And so I took some notes and I'm going to share it with you. So this verse is a verse that you'll probably know if you have any type of of Bible knowledge. You've heard this verse many times before. I love to read out of the Amplified Classic Edition. It's the wordiest of them all, but I love 
the um, the richness that the added verbiage can can share about you know God and, and His Word. So this verse is Psalm 34, verse 18, and this is what it says: The Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart, and saves such as are crushed with sorrow for sin and are humbly and thoroughly penitent. So. I started thinking that that verse, and I thought, okay, well, the Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart. And I thought, what if this verse isn't just strictly talking about times when our heart is broken? But what if this verse is going deeper and it's saying, in another sense, that the Lord himself is close to those who are of a are of the heritage of a broken heart. It, that just occurred to me that trauma is a heritage. It's a heritage that we don't want. It's a heritage that we would never choose. But sometimes the broken heart is more than just a season. It's more than just an instant in time. Sometimes there are people that their whole heritage is one of a broken heart. And then I started thinking, well, what is a heritage if I was to define it? And so, of course, I go over to my trusty Merriam-Webster's Dictionary app, and I start doing a word study. And I think to myself, okay, so let's let's put this in the context of the Lord. We know that he's there when we have moments of struggle or moments of sorrow when our heart is broken. But what about trauma? What about people that are born into a life that is crushing and circumstances one after another that are outside of their control that break them down. Where does God fit into all of this? And I thought this verse, this verse tells us where God fits. The Lord is close to those who are of a heritage of a broken heart. A heritage is a property that descends to an heir. It is a legacy. It's the gift left behind. And although this gift is usually uh, associated with money, you know, really whatever is left behind you from your parents and from their parents' parents is your heritage. And if it's dysfunction and abuse and brokenness, then you have received a heritage of a broken heart. It's an inheritance. It's your birthright. Something possessed as a result of one's natural situation and birth. So what we see about a heritage is that it's not something that we really have a say in. We don't have a say in how it happens to us. We do, of course, have a say in what we do with it. But if you are someone that, like me, was given the heritage of a broken heart, of trauma, of suffering, of sorrow, then it's interesting because that takes us to this next part of the verse. And it says, the Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart and he saves such as are crushed with sorrow for sin and are humbly and thoroughly penitent. So here's here's how I'm going to tie this all together. I think that this verse is showing us the place that God takes for trauma victims. He is close to them. So we see that pain creates the need for proximity. And what is proximity? It's closeness. So what we know is that someone that is has been given the inheritance of a broken heart has also what man meant for 
for evil, what you meant for evil, God has used for good. So the heritage of a broken heart, the Lord takes that and he uses it to create the need for proximity, closeness. So people that come from a broken heritage, their heritage is brokenness. They can be assured that their proximity to the Lord is close. Okay, and then we learn that when our heritage is one of a broken heart, that that creates unhealthy behaviors, desires, addictions, holes in our personalities and in our spiritual maturity and every other form of sin. That is why I believe this verse goes from talking about the Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart and he saves those who are crushed with sorrow for sins. Why would those two things be together? Because trauma affects one's ability to relate to oneself, to relate to oneself, to one's God, and to one's world. And so when you are negatively impacted by trauma, you are not going to be able to, on your own, function and live in truth the way that you're supposed to. So trauma creates a void, and a void leaves an open groundwork and framework for because of weakness and insecurity for sin and for the stronghold of the enemy to take root. And so what God is saying again is that he sees you, trauma survivor. He sees you, trauma victim. And if you have not overcome your trauma yet, then you're still in the victim state. And people don't like to be called victims, and I understand that, but I think there is power in calling what we are facing what it is, that we don't need to try and make a bad thing better, that the bad thing in the hands of a perfect and good God becomes a mighty tool for our testimony and the faithfulness of God to shine through in a very dark situation. So what I want you to understand is what I understood today, that God sees people that have been given the heritage of a broken heart, and he is not hindered by that. The the words say, but it says that the Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart and he saves. That is not only speaking of salvation in the eternal fullness of being saved and, and bought by the blood of Jesus for eternity, but that is that the shattering never has the last word. The heritage of a broken heart does not get to dictate where you end up. God can undo what has been done without changing your story. That's the beauty. The trauma never goes away. We don't go back in time and rewrite our history. But what it does is the history becomes the testimony The history, the bad, the ugly, the brutal, the shattering becomes the point of proximity, the point of closeness to God that leads us into life and life abundant. So you can be assured that if you are someone like me that has faced great adversity and you feel that your heritage is one that is broken, shattered, and unrepairable, irreparable, whatever, however tense you're supposed to say that word in. But God, God is able to not just undo the trauma, but to actually take it and use it. 
he takes that very thing which for so long has broken and shattered you, and that very thing which has broken and shattered you gets put back into who you are, and you are created as a new creation in him with a new testimony. He will put a new song in your mouth. God putting a new song in your mouth doesn't mean that he took away the old song. It means that he used the old song in part to create a new song. So friend, whatever you are facing today, if your heritage is one of a broken heart, God is able and he is willing. And his word says that he is close to you and that he will save you. So hold on to him because what hope walks on. Thanks for listening to this podcast, this episode of the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things show. I hope that you'll share it with your family and friends. Find me on the web at www.weedseedsbeautifulthings.com to connect. I am taking uh, inquiries about speaking engagements, both local, international, and virtual. And I would love to connect with you if you would be a great guest for this show or if you know of someone that would be a great guest. I also love to pray for anyone that has any sort of request. So get online and see what we're doing on the website and connect with me. Also, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.